Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we're going to talk about getting your affairs in order. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm Kryptonite, child. All right, so you and I have both just experienced a really tragic loss and you say you say that so you're like please experience the tragic loss i mean i don't know it's the, uh, no i'm it's, just saying it was, i just found it funny <laughs> i'm sorry it's you know you I ain't think, gonna apologize you being professional i'm trying mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to be professional because if i if i think about it too hard then it sends me yeah, we, the waterworks get the going don't nobody need to see us cry I look ugly enough without being all contorted and jacked up in the face because I'm tearing up. Right. So for those of you who don't, who don't know, uh, Kryptonite and I lost our father uh, last week to uh, COVID and its complications, which is crazy. So before I say anything else, wear a mask. It is very real. Protect yourself. Protect the people around you. Please. It is it's definitely most definitely all right so before i start crying all right so our mindfulness minute for this week or inv- yeah, invoke the orange ain't no spasm out of office that's another thing too vote him out all right all right so our mindfulness minute at the hour of death i look directly at my mortal condition and i prioritize those things that i most want to do in life i spend my days loving as much as possible knowing that I may not pass this way again. No one ever says on their deathbed, I wish I had worked harder. Instead, people tend to think about their family and friends at the end of life. They tend to think about how they might have expressed themselves better or pursued some deferred dream. We, not, we might not be near death right now, but no one really knows when that time will come. It is probably impossible to be completely prepared, but we can start by making a choice to live fully at this moment, to stop deferring those things that we might have done. When you die, what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? If you could make a list of adjectives that you would want uh, people to use about you, what would they be? If someone were writing your eulogy, how would you want them to finish the sentence? I remember that time when he or she Without excessive striving, see if you can be a little more like that person you described. So, with that being said, and being that person that you want to describe, let's talk about, you know, getting those affairs in order, getting that stuff together. What do you think? Um, it's most definitely something that you need to do. Uh, we are, we, it's, and it's really simple as going to your doctor. And letting your doctor want to write a living will and at least get a living will in place. It is very important that you discuss what you want your services to be like. Um, if you want a funeral, if you want a cremation, if whatever it is that you feel like you want to do, let your people know something. Let them know something because it's some BS not knowing, you know, it's, it's not through. You got to search for stuff and look for this and that. Get your affairs need to be in order. Let your people know where your policies are, life insurance policies, and 
um, whatever else needs to be done, make sure, make sure. And as women, I don't know if there's any woman that's out there nowadays that's um, that's um, just letting, just just being guided blindly through life by their spouse. I know it's a lot of old school people, but we're not. We're not old school, and these are a different time. And so, are you on that bank account? Is your name on the deed? Um, do you know of all of the assets? Do you know of all of the policies? Are you aware of the everything that you need to be aware of? If something does happen to your spouse that you are taking care of or that you have the money and the resources that you need in order to sustain yourself during the event of their death, in the event of their death. If you're, especially if you're not working or if you're older and up in years and um, there's bills to be paid, you know, you got to, there's things you got to know. And, and, you know, you talk about things you have to know as a spouse. I also think that if you have children, you should have those conversations with your children. Because most definitely in the event that something happens to you and your spouse at the same time, what where do your children start? Like where would they even begin to look for things? Where would they find these important, you know, paperwork and policies? You've had people who, you know, retire from jobs and then they retire from another job. So there's pensions involved and there's, you know, retirement money, you know, tied up into that person and their account. So you gotta you have to have these conversations. And I know that nobody wants to have these conversations. Nobody wants to talk about death. Nobody wants to talk about their, you know, mortality. But the fact of the matter is when you don't have those conversations and you have a lot of kids, you end up with a lot of problems and a lot of confusion, a lot of hurt feelings, you know, and you're, you're basing things on conversations that you had with the person, but somebody else had a different conversation, you know. And, yeah, that and that's another thing, too. Everybody got to be on the same page about stuff. You can't promise one thing to one person and then say, well, okay, I'm going to do this for you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody really for real, while, some, while a person is still alive, needs to have the conversation of, okay, well, listen, I am really interested in this. Should you pass, I would like to have this as in remembrance of you, or I would like to do, you know what I'm saying? Or, and if things are to be split up, like everybody should be in on that. Everybody should know that. Everybody should know what the plan is. Everybody should have some idea. Or if you express an interest in something and it should be addressed, you know? And I don't think people, I mean, you know, I know we didn't really, we didn't really think about about any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And but, um, yeah, we should have, you know, yeah, because we we were naive in our thinking in a lot of ways that you know our parents would live forever. You know, no, I mean, I no. don't know. I know that they're not gonna live forever, but we are all under the impression that well, it ain't gonna be today. We got time. We got time to think about yeah. it. We got time to worry about it. I think the I think there's I think there's a lot of that and there's also a lot of well they took care of it. But no, like just because they are up in age doesn't mean that they took care of anything. Right. You know what I mean? And um we you need to know, you need to press it and you need to ask 
And if they want to be stubborn or refuse to talk about it or they don't want to think about it, then, okay, we about to go do this. Like, because you can do a living will on your own. You can, if I'm not mistaken, you can download the papers off the internet. Yes. So you can, you can have that conversation. You don't have to have a lawyer involved or anything like that. But now you let, now if a person passes away and y'all haven't had that conversation and you don't have no papers, you're going to find there's going to be plenty of lawyers involved. Right. And nobody wants that. You know, I would dare say that, that there isn't anybody who has ever passed away who wanted to leave a quote unquote mess or, you know, wanted to leave it where lawyers would have to get involved. So it's really important, you know, like we've been saying to just have these conversations. So there's a, um, there's a book that Amazon sells for $13 and it's called the peace of mind plan. In that book, you can write down all of your plans you can you know from what even what you want to wear at your funeral what songs you want sung where can somebody find the passwords to shut down your digital accounts which is something else that we we don't think about you know you have your email address you have a facebook you have a this you have a that all of those accounts have to be closed out you have a cell phone that has to be turned off so and see, and that's, that stuff is new like that's new right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who was doing who was really doing that before a cell phone came out? Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Before yeah, before computers was really anything to to, to have in, in your household. Like it's dang near mandatory, like a TV or a, a, a telephone. You know what I'm saying? Like who who was you no know, nobody was really thinking about that. And that's something to think about. That's like a whole new set of laws and a, a whole new situation that you're dealing with on top of, you know what I'm saying, of, of not knowing or finding things out and that type of stuff. So, and then you, and then, I mean, you know, you find out too in, in the event of somebody's death that people that you've known your whole life are complete strangers. Yes. They get to acting brand new. They get to acting funny. They, you know, issues and stuff come out. And, and then, and some people, some of them, they they just that monster just gets unleashed because that one person was able to tame them that whole time, but now they gone. It's on and cracking. Yeah, I know we we experienced that when when our grandmother passed. So she did have her affairs in order to a point, but you know there's there's a website called freewheel.com where you can make a wheel online you can print the papers it's all free and they suggest that you update your wheel every five years and then says the older you are you should update your wheel every two to three years and i say that because when when grandma passed away before she passed she had promised her elephant collection to amira but she never put it in writing so when she passed away her elephant collection was given away and farmed out to basically first come first serve whoever came and said they wanted it they got it and while to some it may not be a big deal but to my daughter it was everything and she was crushed not having her elephant collection that she was promised you know she's named after grandma and they had a really close relationship so she was looking forward to having that piece of grandma for forever so for her to not have it because it wasn't put in writing 
it was devastating. So you have to do more than just have a will. You have to make sure it's updated. There, there are some, yeah, and there are some situations where people just, yeah, because if you got it in writing, then you can sue somebody for giving away something that rightfully belongs to you. And basically, that's what it comes down to. Because you have people that don't care about what someone said while they were alive. They're going to do what they want to do now that that person is passed. So if something is put in writing, then yeah, this is a document. It's a legal document. It says right here that that's mine. So the fact that you gave it away is like you stole it. So you either need to get my stuff back or pay me. Yeah. Give my stuff back or pay I mean, me. That's, that's the best. Yeah, you get, you get my stuff back because it says right here that she said this is promised to me. So you right. either go get my stuff back or you pay me. Yeah. I mean, I I wholeheartedly agree, you know, because for for my daughter, it was the sentimental value of it all. And so for it to just be like callously given away, that hurt. So even if she had the money value for, for the collection, that's not what she wants. You know what I mean? Like the money, it would be okay. And, and, but and she that's don't want understood. That. And that's understood. But you need to find a way to make, at least attempt to make me whole. Right. It's like any other business transaction. You need, you, you violated this with your actions. You're a third party that didn't have anything to do with this. So you coming in doing this is a violation. I, you have to do whatever you need to do to make me whole. So you need to go find my stuff, which would make me whole. But if you can't find my stuff, well, then you going to have to pay me then. I mean, like, I just feel like, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can get some, take somebody to court for that. I mean, they, they, they do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if, you know, but, if it's in writing, but if it's, you know, if it's not in writing, then it's just a conversation. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's he say, she say, hearsay with all that stuff. But, um... We got like there are we are we do have to be more um proactive in the planning of our elderly um arrangements for you know funerals and afterlife or you know whatever the case may be um because we 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 are the ones that's going to be left with those things we're the ones that's going to be left holding that bag per se you know and um you know, it's it's really hard to to um, scrape up the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle, you know, and especially if you got a whole lot of hands trying to pick up the same piece, you know, it's it's um it it can be quite a mess. So yeah, like it, we do we do our stuff a disservice, not um, taking care of those things, not acknowledging those things, not thinking about those things, even in you know the prime of our life, the later years of our life. And we are to the point now, I mean, you know, especially me being older or whatever, that these are things that need to be considered, that need to be thought about, you know? You have to think about these things because there are people that's going to be here after you. And if you owe somebody some money, they don't really care who they get it from as long as they get it. Absolutely. You know, uh, Jay and I have a living will kit. And we've, you know, we've been talking about, yeah, you know, we need to fill those papers out. We need to do this. And, you know, here we are, the, the second death that we have experienced this year, you know, that are, that's close to us. 
we're like, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to do this together. We're going to, you know, fill these papers out, make sure that the kids know, you know, where they are. Thankfully, we only have two children. So it's not a lot of kids to, you know, quote unquote, fight over stuff or separate a lot of stuff. It's, it is only two of them. Unlike, you know, in our family, there's eight of us and we all want a piece of our father and, and kind of decide who gets what piece and how and it, it's rough without, you know, a fully out written plan. So we definitely want to make sure that we don't leave that kind of a burden to our children. But they're going to know, you know, where to find these papers. We're going to, you know, talk to them about what our plans are, you know, for our end of life care. Yeah. You know, for, for both of us. That way there is no, there's no question. There's no, well, what if, and well, I don't know if daddy would have liked this or mom would have liked that. You know, we, we definitely, because we're planners by nature, you know, you plan out going to get your nails done. You plan going to get your hair done. You plan maintenance for your car. Why don't you, you plan? plan you make a five year plan. Right. You make a five year <laughs> plan. You plan out a wedding. You pay, you spend yeah. five, six years paying for your dream wedding. Why not spend five or six years paying for your end of life care, your end of life expenses, so you don't leave that burden to your loved ones? There's a billion commercials out there for companies that do that, you know, for either insurance or afterlife care, end of life care. So there's really no reason why we're not doing these things. I get that the conversation is difficult to have. Nobody wants to talk about death. It's so bad. It's almost like if I talk about it, then I'm bringing it on. But you're really not. What you're doing is is the best form of, of love and self-care is you're making sure that however you want to exit this world, it's going to be done the way you want, the way you, you know, wish it to be, in a way that makes it easier for everybody to you know, to properly mourn because it, you can't properly mourn the loss of a person when you're busy trying to figure out how, you know, the logistics of everything and how to get this person to a final resting place. You can't properly mourn because you're too busy worrying about the business aspect of the death. So it doesn't even give you a chance to really process the fact that this person is gone because you're too busy trying to figure out this other piece. So the, the, you know, the best thing you can do for your family is definitely get that stuff done, you know, as soon as possible. And then, you know, tuck it away somewhere, get it, you know, get a, what do you call it, a fireproof safe and stick it in there. Tell somebody where it is. Tell them how to access it. You know, simple type stuff. And it really is simple. It really is as simple as filling out a piece of paper and having a conversation. It really is just that simple. And then, I mean, then it cuts down on all the bickering and all the BS that comes after a person has passed away. I mean, and then again, you know, people still going to be people. They're going to argue. They're going to fight, whatever. But as long as the big stuff is taken care of, as long as the, the you know, that we know where, we know what's going to happen with the house. We know what's going to happen with bank accounts. We know what's going to happen with cars and, and policies and different, you know what I'm saying? Just that stuff that just, like you said, the business aspect of it, where somebody else is going to be responsible for making a payment on something, you know, or paying something off because of whatever affairs wasn't taken care of beforehand. Absolutely. 
you know, um, so me and Jay, like I said, we were, we were talking about that. So we both have, because I'm an educator in the state of Ohio, I have a policy, you know, that is given, you know, to me by the state because I, I'm a part of the Ohio Education Association. And so he knows I have this policy, but then I thought about it. He doesn't know how to access it. He doesn't know who he's supposed to call to say, hey, she has passed. What do I need to do to, you know, get this or get that? So, you know, while he knows I have these things, if he doesn't know how to get them, then it, you know, again, that's something you, we have to plan for. We have to process for that. And Social Security is a thing they, and there is a death benefit. But if you don't know how to access it, then it's just something that's there, you know, for no reason that you know nothing about. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's just a good thing to do. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a good thing for you to do for yourself. You know, it's most definitely something that should be done if you're dealing with your parents or somebody elderly. But most for but for sure, like, you know, we can't just sit around thinking that we're invincible and that the, the that it won't happen to us or you know what I'm saying? We got plenty of time because nobody's promised anything. So, yeah, the best thing to do is, you know, you got to let this these things, you know, let people know what accounts they can access if you've got a, a, a life insurance policy, who it's with, you know what I'm saying, who's the beneficiary, right. all of that stuff. It all matters. And, you know, the, the biggest... I'm about to go through that stuff right now that we're talking about it. I just thought about it. I got to renew all of that stuff for my job. See? So while you're at it, go to freewheel.com and make you out a will, get that book from Amazon, you know, and write out your wishes in it and make sure, you know, your, your children or somebody knows where it is, you know, definitely. It is, you know, it's the best way to make sure that your family is taken care of, you know. And it, it is. And I mean, and it's also, and it's also in the effort to cut down on the drama and stress yes. that's going to come along with already having to plan a funeral and deal with the loss of a loved one. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So as we get ready to wrap this up, our self-care assignment for this week, take the burden away from your loved ones by making a wheel. There are a number of free websites to help you get started. So I gave you one. Um, we all have the same internet. So do a Google search if you don't like the website that I that I gave you where you can, you know, do it online, print the papers out. In the state of Ohio, you do not have to have the papers notarized. You just have to have two witnesses' signatures. But if you want to go a step further in making it a solid legal document, go on and spend the $2 and have it notarized. It can't hurt well, it's you. a dollar at the credit union. Okay, a dollar at the credit union. That's even mm -hmm. better. But, I'm saying. <laughs> but go ahead and get it notarized. You don't have to have a lawyer to do that. That That is something simple, you know, something simple and doable. So let me pull up yeah. our brain science real quick. All right. So for our brain science for this week, proper planning eases the burden of a state settlement. So a state settlement should be as straightforward and as non-disruptive as possible for your family. Proper planning can make a state settlement a smooth process for all concerned by ensuring that all legal and tax requirements are met. Having a current will in place is a critical first step and will ensure that your wishes are carried out as you intend. 
Serving as executive can be complicated and time consuming. So it's important that you name someone who is able and willing to take on this responsibility. The days and weeks following your death or the death of a loved one can be a difficult time, especially when it comes to settling the estate of the deceased. Proper planning, however, can make a set, make estate settlement a smooth process for all concerned by ensuring that your wishes are carried out. The cornerstone of any estate plan is a will. Nearly everyone knows this, of course, but they put it off, put off drafting the will because they believe it will be too expensive or will make them feel uncomfortable. However, not having a will may cost you money in the end and make it harder to work through the estate settlement process. If you die without a will, the state will step in to dispose of your assets, a prospect that many of us would not welcome. So, when it comes to choosing the right executor, as part of your will drafting process, you will have to choose an executor. This is a critical decision since the executor is responsible for seeing that the estate is settled in accordance with the wishes of the deceased. Serving as an executor is a complex and time-consuming responsibility. Tax regulations and other laws affecting estate planning are subject to frequent change, and many executors come to learn that they have neither the time nor the expertise to keep abreast of such changes. As a result, it may be beneficial to name a corporate fiduciary as executor or co-executor of your estate. So, in your will, of course, you will be outlining your assets, what you own, what tax liens you may have, and other outstanding bills and creditors. So, it's not just about your stuff and where you want your stuff to go. It's about storing up those leftover bills and how to, you know, bring them to a close, which is very important. So, a state settlement should be as straightforward and as non-disruptive as possible to your family. So, I'm with right planning, it could be a smooth and easy process. Follow our tips. Follow us on our social media outlets. As always, you can email us at flywithusla at gmail.com. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm Kryptonite, y'all. Listen, whatever little beefs you might have with your people, let it go. You know, because nothing is promised, and you, we only get one sibling. Well, you might not, you might have a couple of siblings, but you know, just do your part because not everybody is going to be accepting of that olive branch. But that doesn't matter as long as you look at whoever it is you're mad at and just be like, whatever you're going through, in spite of what you may feel that I feel about you, I'm telling you right now, standing here, that I love you. And let that be that. And if that's the only, if that's all you get, or if that's all you do, and you don't ever speak another word, you did your part, and you don't have to. You don't have to have any regrets about well, maybe this or maybe don't have any regrets. Say say your piece, and clear your conscience, and clear your mind, and live at peace. I like that. That was that was all right. Well, thank you very much. Settle the petty beef. Get your affairs in Tell order. Me. I like Let it. Let it go. And you'll live like and your life will be a whole lot less stressful too. What's the point of you worrying about something you can't never change anyway? There it is. All right. But I like it. So with that, mm -hmm. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm Kryptonite, y'all. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs>